Hi, I'm Zan, and this is Here at U Calgary, a podcast series where we'll talk to various people around the University of Calgary campus and learn about who they are. We'll discuss what research they're working on, why they chose University of Calgary, and general stories about lives on campus. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Here at U Calgary. I'm your host, Zan Rizvi, and our guest today is Shamshukla Chaudhry, also goes by Rai a PhD candidate in the Department of uh, Microbiology, Immunology, and Infectious Diseases, Microbiology stream at the Cummings School of Medicine. Welcome to the show, Rai. Hi, Zen. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. So as always, why don't we jump on in? So you did your undergrad at the University of Calgary. Yeah, yeah. I started my undergraduate here, and I did my Bachelor of Health Sciences at the University of Calgary. So I was mostly over at the Foothills campus. And then what inspired you to pursue grad school? Well, the Bachelor of Health Sciences program is really driven to sort of expose the students in that program to research and understanding and pursuing a research-driven career. So there's a lot of opportunities to do that, not just in the classroom, but also during the summer. Um, You can work in a lab with a professor and you can get that experience. I took a bit of a different route. Um, I did this program called iGEM, which, was, which I did do over the summer. So iGEM stands for International Genetically Engineered Machine. And it's a competition that happens worldwide every year where students get together and they come up with an idea using principles of synthetic biology to solve some sort of a global or regional local problem. And that's sort of how I started to get into research and lab work and asking questions about what can happen, uh, how does this occur, and sort of kind of exploring that natural phenomena and also figuring out how to use it to solve problems. And that's how I got into research. Neat. So for iGEM, is that just at a theoretical level or do you actually get to do... It's, It's actually, like you have to come up with a theory first, but yes, you're actually in the lab and you're actually doing techniques. And so in my case, because I'm, it's more, it's a microbiology uh, sort of driven area, I'm in the lab with pipettes, working with bacteria, you know, amplifying the genes from that and actually developing new uh, combinations of those genes to uh, then actually do something. But it is, it is actually physical lab work. Okay. My iGEM career was a lot more on, uh, so it, it changed every year because every year is a different competition. And so I started iGEM in 2012. Um, and our project at that time was essentially taking toxins from the tailings ponds in Alberta and converting them into usable hydrocarbons. Uh, so you, it was a very interdisciplinary project. So we had engineers working on the actual uh, bioreactor, so where the tailings ponds would come in and mix with the bacteria. And then you had more bioinformatics people. You had people like myself who was working more on containment. And so it was very interdisciplinary. We had to not just come up with the project, but also think about how you're going to implement it. So you were talking to industry professionals and um, actual potential like end users to figure out how this would be implemented into current existing infrastructure to actually make it a reality. So it was very interesting because you also had to get funding. You also had to put together the entire presentation. So it was very 
holistic, I would say, almost like a startup. But and so that was my 2012 iGym career. And then in 2013, I came back as an um, undergraduate supervisor of that year's team. And also our team, the University of Calgary team in 2012, did exceptionally well. We came in first runner up at the regionals and then uh, we were top 16 in, in the finals and we won so many awards that so it was it was quite incredible and, and satisfying and, and very gratifying to you know see the rewards of that hard work and so I figured why not do this again and so I did and we did pretty well in 2013 as well we had a different project um, and I won't get too much into that because I can go on this go and talk about this for ever and ever and ever <laughs> but Essentially, it's what kind of got me into research and asking questions and exploring things and just trying to explore um, the potential of seeing ideas through. And the other thing that I really liked about this was it, it was sort of some of the defining moments of my um, undergraduate career. I made some of my best friends um, through this. You go through a very intense, torturous experience together. You're bonded for life. Um, it also was an experience where I got to travel for the first time, you know, going to different competitions. Uh, in 2012, we went to um, Stanford first, wow. and then we the finals were in Boston. In 2013, we went to um, Toronto and then Boston again. Um, and then in 2013, we also went to conference in London. And so some of so some of us decided to travel a little bit. And so that's also how I kind of got the travel bug a bit, you know, um, being going with your friends, you know, you get to explore science, you get to explore a new city, the culture. So it was it was a great part of my undergrad. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. Just a few points I just wanted to bring back to because you that, that you mentioned that stuck out to me. So this is essentially a whole project life cycle. Um, yes. So you started off from the idea, you said you're securing funding, you have multiple people from multiple disciplines involved. Yes, um, exactly. It is, it is very interdisciplinary. It's from the start. You come up with the idea uh, together and you need to get funding for it. So you write funding applications to fund yourself and the project. You've got people from engineering, from sciences, from the arts, more business related people and computer scientists. And then you've got, yeah, microbiologists, people in the lab. Yep. You've got everyone. How can someone learn more about iGEM? Like where can they go to learn more about this competition? So I don't remember the website off the top of my head, but if you Google iGEM, I-G-E-M, it will, it will come up. It is, it's amazing. And I think uh, if you are an undergraduate listener, undergraduate student listener, then I highly recommend you get involved. It's a great way to get your hands involved in research and then go to the competition, get to travel and actually not just share your ideas on this international stage, but also hear what everyone else is doing. Or as a graduate student, you could, um, I believe you can also be involved as a graduate team um, they do that now, or you could serve as a TA um, and help supervise and give guidance and advice to the undergraduate Calgary team. Sure, yeah. Supervising is always a good experience. Exactly. Well, this is actually in 2019, the University of Calgary team did amazing. They came in runner, they came up as first runner ups in the entire competition, oh, wow. which is, which is amazing. Like no um, Canadian team has ever done that well in, in the history of iGEM. So it was, so Calgary has consistently put out very strong teams. So I think absolutely get involved and contribute to that legacy. It's great. Sure. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I think we should be moving on to the next part of our conversation because sure. I know we can talk <laughs> about this for hours if you wanted to. Absolutely. Yes.
So let's move on to your grad school experience. Could you please give us an overview of what your research is like? Yeah, so I started um, my master's here at the University of Calgary in 2014, I believe. And then a couple years in, I switched into my PhD. And so this sort of started because near the end of my undergrad, I was interested in research and research that I thought would have impact on the world. So that's always been important to me. And um, that's something I took away from iGEM, you know, having a project that had some sort of a global or a, a regional impact and, and made a difference. And so um, during that time, one of the professors that um, taught this bacterial pathogens class that I was in uh, was Dr. Tony Shrivers, who is my current supervisor. He uh, also used to be the dean of, of my program. So I had you know interacted with him and talked to him before. And um, so I got to understand a little bit about his research and it seemed really cool. He was, uh, the lab is involved in vaccine development against bacterial pathogens that can cause disease in humans as well as fruit production animals. So pigs or or, or cattle. Um, And so I I was really interested because vaccines, I think, are a sort of a a medical marvel that has really impacted our society in uh, beneficial ways. And they're one of the best ways to prevent disease and keep our society healthy at large. So Tony's lab uh, looked at uh, bacterial pathogens and developing vaccines against them. And so I reached out to him and he had a position in his lab and that's how I got started. And so my project is mainly around um, developing a vaccine against uh, three bacterial pathogens that cause sort of respiratory disease, so disease in the lungs, as well as full-on systemic disease, so disease in the brains, uh, joints, uh, lungs, heart, everywhere, in pigs. And so I'm developing a a porcine vaccine against three bacterial pathogens. Alrighty. And then moving on, I also understand that your graduate school career hasn't just been lab work and research. You've also been involved very much in extracurricular activities. Some would say too much, and that someone might also be me because, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would agree. I, I have uh, been involved in extracurriculars a lot, and not just around my graduate career, but also my undergraduate career. I was, you know, president of the Salsa Club. I was a community advisor because I lived in residence, and in grad school, I think after the first year, I started getting involved in various extracurricular activities. So I joined our departmental graduate association for microbiology and infectious diseases. So that's the MIDDGA uh, as a vice president. And then I became the president. When I was the vice president of the MIDDGA, we were talking about um, potentially doing a retreat for uh, not just my program, but also the immunology program and um, another program that looks at gastrointestinal diseases, but we didn't have funding for this. And so I ended up writing up just this application and applied to the uh, quality money program, this fantastic program that's uh, run by the Graduate Students Association, where any graduate student can come up with an idea, write the application, and then submit it. Um, and then it's reviewed. And if it's deemed as uh, something that fits the criteria of what the GSA wants to fund, um, then you will get it funded. And so I wrote an application for $5,000 and that got funded, which was very exciting. So my DGA, the immunology DGA and the gastrointestinal diseases DGA 
all got together and planned this sort of fantastic communications retreat where we took graduate students um, to the, I think it's called the field, bar the Lake Barrier Field Station in Kananaskis. A lot of ecology research, I think, happens there. Um, but essentially, the idea was to go on a Friday, um, have some icebreakers, get to know each other a little bit, have dinner there, and then the next morning, be joined by somebody who is a communications expert um, and also could provide some um, advice about non-academic career pathways. So, and, and then kind of a run a workshop on that and then sort of have a competition where you're utilizing what you learned in that workshop to sort of talk about your project to see if you can communicate your project uh, to a lay person. And so, you know, that went really well. And I think it's been, we've repeated it the following year. And um, I've, we've sort of passed that off to the next generation to uh, continue that work because, you know, sometimes you've got to pass it off and, and do other things. But um, that was really exciting to do because it was, it was a great way to come up with an idea and then get the funding for it and then actually execute it and see that impact on people and see that people really enjoyed it and uh, also got some uh, benefits from it. Um, and part of the reason why I wanted to do it was also to build a community. You know, you're in grad school, you're doing research, sometimes things are hard. So I think being able to meet other graduate students and build that network is so important, not just for furthering your research, because you can now have collaborations with other people, but also just someone to talk to, someone, some friends to, and relationships to build with friends. Also good for your mental health, just because exactly. it's very tempting to just work constantly. Mm -hmm. um, but that has a negative effect in the long run on you. Yes, I would agree. And I think, um, you know, like I said, my undergraduate career and my graduate career are sort of where I've met some of the closest people that are currently in my life. And I think some of the other things I've also been involved in are uh, being on symposium planning committees, being on the consortium of Foothills DGAs, so acting as a liaison between the Foothills campus and the main GSA campus, um, or the main campus um, of graduate students. And then um, I was also the chief returning officer for a year. And so that was uh, with the GSA. So that was an interesting time. But yeah, I would say I've got a wide, a wide variety of extracurricular activities. And I think part of that's because I've always loved getting involved. Yeah, I would agree there. Like, uh, as you know, that I've also been uh, involved in so many other activities myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not always with my supervisor's blessing. But, uh, <laughs> We've like, all been there. <laughs> Um, had to cut back, but yeah, I agree. Like meeting uh, passionate people, uh, getting projects started, and hoping to be able to leave a legacy behind uh, at the University of Calgary, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. It's a great process. Yes, I would completely agree, yeah. And we are getting close towards the end of our episode. Uh, just a couple of things that I wanted to mention that you told me you were also involved in. There was also Science and Media, uh, Innovation Calgary. Um, uh -huh. huh. Yeah, there's, I forget things at this point. <laughs> The list just keeps on going. It, it does. <laughs> All right. So now that we are coming towards an end, uh, did you have a final message for our listeners? Well, I mean, uh, I, for graduate students and even undergraduate students, I would say get involved, try new things, um, and and meet new people, and sort of build that community for yourself. 
And I, I think it's a great time to explore new things and make friends and just find out what you like and what you care about and what your, what your, where your passions are. So that's what I would say. And I would leave it at that, except we're in this sort of a really weird situation right now. And weird, I would say, is understating it. So I would just add that uh, everyone stay home, stay safe, stay healthy, and be kind to others, but also to yourself. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Our guest today was Rai Shamshukla Chowdhury. I'm your host, Anne Rizvi. This is here at UCalgary. Thank you for listening.